Welcome back to the Dads with Nerdy Ambitions podcast. We have been gone forever, Kevin. It is. It feels like we've been, God, what? It's been, what, two months, three since we've done an episode? Because we were busy. You were dying. You uh, were sick for a while. We had the holidays. Mm-hmm. And we are back for season four. Season we survived four. Christmas. We did survive Christmas. Um, holy heck. Um, we're mailmen, so it, that's a thing. Dude. That is not cool. We are letter carriers of the United States Postal Service. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. Uh, we're so getting fired for this one. Uh, dude, but it is, it's great to be back. Uh, holy cow. Uh, so much to go over. We've what what have, what have you been up to, my guy? Work. We've been working a lot of work. Well, we did a lot of work, yes. Uh you what have Family you stuff? been up to? We are still doing vampires. You are, yes. You've missed a couple games. I now. have missed a couple games. Unfortunate for you, but yes. uh, yeah, me and Thomas are we're vamping it up. Yeah, uh, we are getting ready to launch the Dungeons and Dragons campaign for uh, our area. We're getting ready to do more stuff with Kinsman's Brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, next week. Are, are you ready to DM? I got a, I got a one shot planned. Yeah, you got a one shot planned. I tested out my kid. Which one? Logan. The, the, is, that the, is, is that the one he's that the breaks? worst kind of D player? Uh-huh. He he just like adds characters. He's like, wait, I, I have a gun too. But you don't have a gun, all right? This is easy. You have a stick. Use the stick. You're five. Is that is that the one who broke his finger with a dumbbell and no, then that was a got a this, Oh, that was this a one stabbed himself in the eye with a spoon trying to eat ice cream. Um Genetics is strong with you, isn't it, over there? The future is bright. <laughs> uh, other than the, let's see, what have I been up to? On Oh, we've been doing a lot of PC gaming. Uh, we actually have set up a couple servers for uh, some of the, the fans to play with and everything, the Minecraft and uh, Ark. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have been, God, what have I been up to? It just seems like all I did was work. It's so crazy. Yeah, um, we've been trying to do this episode for weeks now and every night's daddy duty someone's sick i can't talk you get the kids oh dude it's it's literally the name of the podcast dads with nerdy ambitions uh we are we have ambitions to be nerdy but then daddy (laughs) comes into play um so we have a fun episode for tonight though uh and we have we are getting some uh amazing support actually from one of your favorite drinks good sir jepson's malord you know it Oh yeah, your favorite drink, right? I can't get enough of it. Uh, you can't get enough of it. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? And that's that's great. Uh, <laughs> I do enjoy it. I I like it, and they're throwing us a lot of love for this episode. So I first off want to give a shout out to Jepson's Malort. Thank you guys for you know just throwing us the TLC, uh, especially on what was actually kind of a quick notice. I I hit them up and talked to them, and. Then we get to talk about another thing that you and I are very passionate about, and that is music. We are going to be having this amazing, fun band that I found on the Tickety Talks, as the, the younger generations would say. Uh, we have Malort and Savior coming on the show. Uh, they're going to be talking to us about everything that they do, uh, their passions. And, you know, it, it, it turns out that they're even a little bit nerdy. And at least one of them is a dad. 
So we got uh we got some we got some connections here. It's those are the prereqs for getting on the show, so they, they qualified just barely. <laughs> and fun fact, they you know, they are from the Chicago area or the surrounding Chicago land area. I think one of them technically is the Burbs. So we'll, we'll let him <laughs> we'll let him decide for that. Um and you know but I, you know, I was sitting there, Kevin, I was thinking to myself and I said, Steve, how can we let Jepson's Malort know that we appreciate them and everything that they do and this amazing quality drink that they are bringing that I, I legitimately enjoy. And I, I said to myself, Steve, we should work on a commercial for them. And who better than you and I? to play the characters. I, we both are high quality actors here. Um, and so I wrote this little script for a commercial. And, I, you know, I, I think we should test it out. Do, do, do you think you could test this out with me? I'm in. Are you in? Wow, that I took a lot to sell you. The, the commercial I'm thinking and envisioning is called The Malort Challenge. Um, there's going to be two characters in it. I will be playing the role of Alex, a confident, adventurous type, eager to try new things. And you will be playing the role as Sam, because the sidekick is always a Sam. The best sidekicks are. Uh, Sam's going to be a bit skeptical, cautious, not a big fi fan of trying weird things. What do you think? Should we set the scene for this? Sounds like us. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, all right. So, setting the scene, a local bar with a friendly, casual atmosphere. The scene opens up with Alex and Sam sitting at the bar. A bottle of Malort is prominently displayed on the counter. Alex. All right, Sam. Today's the day you finally try Malort. I've heard things about Malort. Is it really as unique as they say? Unique is one way to put it. It's a rite of passage here in Chicago. What does it taste like? <laughs> it's a surprise. But hey, how get bad can it be, right? The bartender pours two shots of Malort. Alex picks up his shot glass confidently, while Sam eyes theirs suspiciously. On the count of three. One, two, three. Got your drink? I drink. Alex! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it tastes like... <laughs> it... Tastes like burning rubber mixed with grapefruit gone wrong. It's like if sadness had a flavor. That's the spirit of Chicago right there. Well, now I can say I've officially survived more. Do people actually enjoy this? <sighs> it grows on you, much like fungus. Next time you're trying something I pick. Ever heard of fermented shark? Wait, that's a thing? Payback's going to be interesting, my friend. Ah, then the scene ends with us both laughing. <laughs> the bottle of Malort is still on the counter, a symbol for the adventurous spirit and the spirit of Chicago. And scene. What do you think? Silent clapping. <laughs> oh, we got we got clapping back there. Oh, uh, so I, I I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. I forgot to mention uh, Malort and Savior. We got Pete, David, or we got Pete, Rex, and Jim on the show. I don't know why I said David. We don't have a David on the show tonight. <laughs> David Perry's not here. We can find one for you. <laughs> can you, <laughs> gentlemen? Thank you so much for being on the show. All right, as as professional artists over there, 
I need your critique on this uh, commercial that I've come up with. Uh, I think it was really interesting <laughs> that you turned Malort into a D&D campaign. Yeah, uh, really came out on that one. <laughs> I, I think you did a good job in doing what a lot of liquor commercials fail to do. You set Malort apart. You didn't say it was great. You just made people curious. Like, I gotta know. And, and that's the thing. Like, alcohol is alcohol. It sells itself, you know? You, you don't need to make a commercial for it. But to choose one specifically, you gotta be a little curious. And Malort's gonna send you on an adventure. Don't know where you're gonna wake up. <laughs> Don't know if you're going to wake up, but it'll be an adventure. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it is definitely an interesting drink. And, and, and while I do, and I know I keep saying I legitimately enjoy this. It, I, I feel like I have to sell it to myself because this, this is a unique drink and it is definitely something that is like, it, it is a symbol of Chicago and you guys have taken this drink and you have, such a passion for it you have imbued it into <laughs> your your overall persona yes. yeah. <laughs> and uh, it, you know it starts out as a meme for everyone i think but you, you have it a couple of times and you go you know this ain't too bad you don't have hangovers usually with it yeah well you don't drink enough and you throw up before you get too drunk so yeah, i mean that's, that's a nice thing that's but nice it's 40 percent i, I hear what you're saying it's like of it. it's like carly ray jepson it's like yeah you're listening as a joke at first and you're like all right well hold on no it's actually really good oh yeah carly ray jepson i didn't even think of that <laughs> so uh, you guys are from chicago uh you have chosen malort as your symbol your uh, your sigil if you will for absolutely. this this band that you guys have created and uh you guys are absolutely amazing i was talking to you guys earlier uh i am a big fan of your album big mess Thank i you. very much love uh be uh oh my god i'm going to screw up the name i and that's be the cool worst part of me be cool or beat it I really yeah, thought he was I, about to say Bacobi. And I was like, how did he know that? <laughs> that's what we call it, Bacobi. Be cool or No one else it. knows Bacobi. That's, I like Bacobi. that. Bacobi. I, I, I want to start doing that. You were about uh, to really impress me there. I, <laughs> I live to disappoint. You know, if it's not you guys, it's my wife. So, you know, or my, my parents. <laughs> so, uh, but gentlemen, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Uh, I definitely want to delve into your guys' origin story here. I want to comprehend and wrap my mind like a lot of chicago like i said malort is definitely a symbol but you guys have decided that this is your sigil and have built this band around it what made you decide on malort it was kind of um well it's this is definitely like a six year long bit at uh. this point <laughs> and more or less besides the origin story it's just like we've been we've been like pop punk emo metal like alternative guys every one of us is for ever mm. and you know pop punk emo it's it's an acquired taste so is jepson's malort it just it just so happens <laughs> to uh kind of work both ways coincides for sure yeah <laughs> 
I think it always starts, like I said, it starts off as a meme for everyone. And then yeah. it's like, yeah, we're just going to keep going, baby. I was the thing, like, we were debating. <laughs> we were really going back and forth on two names. And it was between Malort and Savior, which I did not like at all. I was not against it. And the other name idea was disappointing our parents. Um, you know, another bit name. It's like, hey, guys, we're disappointing our parents. Thanks for coming up. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's got too many syllables. Uh, in retrospect, I'm really happy that we ended on Malort and Savior. Dude, you're uh, like legitimately. It's it's clever on many levels. It 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 does em, em, embody the Chicago land area. It does. It, it it's, it's a clever little pun. You know, it's it's, it's a good foot in the door for people. It I've really realized. is. It's it's our it's our gimmick. You know, how many people have discovered you just on the name alone and said, "Holy cow, I love that name." Uh, it's got to be all. Of I them. think the name. Uh, everyone, like the it's got to be every single one of our fans, minus our wives. So take that, Brendan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the the uh, the it just so happened like um, who showed you that comment on Facebook, Pete? Um, oh, I don't. I don't. Kevin? Know. Yeah. There's our the biggest TikTok video we have on the account right now. It just happened to be like a throwaway it's of Nick's like buddy. Yeah. Oh, Nick's buddy. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Nick <laughs> and Nick's buddy who shall remain nameless. But uh, they, I already said it. it's like <laughs> this guy, this guy puts a face. He doesn't really know who Nick is connected to, but Nick's friend just says his Facebook post. Like I found these guys on TikTok called Malort and Savior. And I don't care what they sound like. Their name is fucking great. And that is now by order of like tens uh of magnitude the biggest video we have right now so the yeah. name the name win the name works it's it our works. marketing draw for yeah. sure is, it, the, is the joke name oh absolutely know, there's, there's so many other bands that are so much better than us so if we can't compete with them musically or technically <laughs> yeah, we we're can. gonna compete with them through humor because yeah. we're pretty good at that it, it, okay first off yes absolutely you guys are freaking hilarious so with that I, that's actually the video i found and i think it's awesome whatever your algorithm is it's freaking working because i just <laughs> i'm out in connecticut and yeah nothing on my tiktok algorithm even remotely brings up chicago or yeah. anything to do that with is... that area so the fact that it and even music in general it's kind of mad I, I legitimately watch it for like stupid nerdy stuff all the time mm -hmm. like D and random things and it, and it popped up and that legitimately was that video and i go oh my god i want to talk to these guys and so i went and started like listening i hit up kevin i was like dude check these guys out uh they're from you know they're from my you know home area uh they they're they're punk rock they're they, they got the emos sound to them let's you know let's check them out and we very much enjoyed it and i was like all right let's hit these guys up and here we are um i know we just lost you know one of you guys real quick for, i'm just picking up our back. order yeah he, okay. he short him the lord for this interview <laughs> <laughs> um so how did you guys become the band like were you just like you know how many is there seven of you yeah jim this is probably a question for you yeah this yeah. is and i love this because rexy was actually like in the alpha but uh there's a there's a bar out in the far the farther suburbs called um dirty nellies they have mm. karaoke or they used to uh we would karaoke all over the suburbs but uh lead singer taylor and rexy were at this bar doing karaoke singing all of these songs they're like we know people who can play instruments we sing this to each other 
all the fun all the time why why don't we just make a band and then they asked me then they asked um like brendan and i think we've had about four other guitar players what you guys are talking about but something more important came up oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i love that you left and they immediately asked about uh the origin story oh yeah sit down sit down you didn't get to tell it but Did you get it? I Rewrite I history, Roxy. Yeah. Sit down. Ugh. Okay. You and Taylor at Dirty Nellies. Then me. Were you there that night? I don't know. So, yeah, Taylor, our lead singer, we always karaoke. Jim used to run most of the nights. Um, Taking Back Sunday, Cute Without the E was like our biggest song because they got the two vocal parts in it. And we love pop punk music. Um, but, it, you know, we've just been doing it for years. That tastes like forty dollars. Um, and one night at Dirty Nellies, we were just like, "Why don't we do this for real? <laughs> like, we could sing, we could play instruments." I think we texted Jim at like one in the morning, and there was no like, "Why are you texting me? What is this?" It was just yes. <laughs> he was already in. And then uh, who'd we pick up next? Was I think you picked up Brendan. Brendan next. I think it was Brendan. yeah, Brendan, one of our guitarists, a couple others, and then Pete. <laughs> yeah, Brendan was my roommate at the time, and uh, he he started going off to these uh these practices. He was like, "Oh, Pete, you you've played a little bit of keyboard. You want to come in see if it works?" And kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> and so then you ended up being all the social media guy afterwards. They gave you all the the hard uh, labor. Pete, well, Pete's just the the captain of the right Pete now is the... hates that. <laughs> i don't like being known as the leader pete is the um the let's say the cvo the chief CVO? vibe officer yeah, yeah yeah well so here's the thing here's the thing with morton savior i played keyboard and we started off as a cover band and uh shocker to no one not every song has keys in it but i'm not gonna <laughs> sit there and look like a schmuck on stage so i was just kind of like the vibe guy i don't know if you've ever seen the uh the mighty mighty boss tones but they yes. got this just one fan who was not allowed to get into a bar with them when they were all under 21. So they said, oh, well, he's part of the band. Uh, he's, he's only 18. He's part of the band. So all he did was dance around, sing a couple harmonies and do nothing. And it just kind of stuck. He was just part of the band. So I kind of took inspiration from the Mighty Boston saying, OK, you know what? I'm just going to do that. I'll be the vibe guy for half of these songs. And uh then, you know, eventually I tried to ingratiate myself into the band enough to uh, start like writing a lot of the originals. Um, so, you know, that's the only real reason or the only way I could make uh, keyboard kind of work in songs now. So you had to manipulate them in. I respect yeah, that. Yeah, I exactly. get that. Like, it, it's exactly. awesome. I needed the job security. So I started writing <laughs> a lot of our songs. So and now how it's did... just Helsinki syndrome. And here we are. <laughs> how did that's you guys see the first? Oh, quiet, Steve. Oh, no, 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 no. The first show I ever. <laughs> I ever went to Mighty Mighty Boston's at Toad Place in New Haven. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, no, no, it was Webster and Hartford. And I saw that guy dancing. I'm like, yeah, is this just a thing that bands do? I had no, no idea. It's just the first show. Guy. That guy's awesome. <laughs> I and think it's very unique the whole to the Boston's. <laughs> you know, it's like Thomas with us. He's our vibe guy. You know, he just <laughs> shows up every once in a while. Uh, how did you guys decide on a sound? What made you decide which way you wanted to go with your music? I mean, I think we always knew it was going to be pop punk emo. Just all of us were pretty much full ship on that. Um, Pete brought in one of our first originals, which I think kind of kickstarted us into a direction. And then we wrote 
versus versus reality versus reality. It's that was Spotify. the first one we put down. That was like our first as a band writing together. Pete brought in Fresh Tattoo from when he was like thirteen or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so the first so the first couple songs that we actually uh put to record were versus reality and fresh tattoo and that was on our ep strong independent songs that don't need no album mm. uh and <laughs> i mean fresh tattoo i wrote when i was in college and versus reality we all uh like wrote together and it's obviously just going to be influenced by what we listen to in our heyday in our prime you know you know what i mean like mm. once you turn like 30 you stop looking for new music i mean i like to think that i always <laughs> got my ears open looking for yeah. new stuff but like I'm always going to listen to the shit that I liked when I was 18. You know what I mean? So it, we're, we're set in that. So we're probably always going to be in the pop punk emo vein. Absolutely. No, I, I absolutely agree. I think my like some of my go-to bands still, and I, I cringed when I saw them on stage again, was like The Offspring. And oh, yeah. I was <laughs> like, going to say, I think once you get over 30, it's harder to be in these bands too. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, we played a show over the summer. Uh, yeah. uh, it was a, it was an evening in July, in Paris, in Paris, <laughs> a west facing stage, and we were oh just getting yeah. absolutely baked. Is that great? Like that was baked by Lake. the sun. Yeah, yeah. I've never felt more over thirty than that particular show oh my god yeah sweating well because that felt bad because that was a battle of the band show and uh the first band that went on was the (laughs) school of rock gray's lake and they were a bunch of 13 year olds and i said oh no are we about to compete in a battle of the bands with a bunch of preteens because i'm gonna feel really bad it's like that scene because the next brothers are Because, I mean, the next band, those guys were, like, 17, 18 or so. And then, finally, some adults went on. And I was like, oh, my God, thank God. Because we went, I think we went, like, what? <laughs> to be fair, luckily, the School of Rock was not counted in it. We yeah, found that yeah. out post. School of Rock was really good. All, like, we were going to beat them. <laughs> I mean, they were legitimately very good. Yeah, um, they, they were playing more, like, classic rock songs. But they, they were very, like, technically skilled. But, like, I would have felt terrible if they were actually competing. <laughs> So the, the image that goes through my head right now is you ever watch It's Always Sunny in Philly? Every yeah. day. All right. You remember the scene when like Charlie and them are like beating up like the little 13 year old kids for Mac, the bike? Yes. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. what's going through my head with just like with you guys. Just up that, there. Oh, that's what's going through my head. Too. <laughs> as soon as I saw those little kids like get off the stage, I'm like, I could take them. I could take your dad, too. <laughs> you guys won that one, too, didn't you? You guys oh, ended up winning. Yeah. yeah, we did. So, yeah. So that's awesome. Um, what was I going to say? Oh my gosh. I had a question. Totally slipped my mind. All of it's always sunny. was going through my head. Like after that. Uh, well, so Pete, you do write the songs. So I write some for, of them. You write some. I write, sorry, a lot of sorry, them. Sorry, sorry. I write a lot of them. I'd say lyrically, most. it's it's mainly Pete and Taylor. Okay. Yeah. Um, Pete usually comes to us with like a bass of like, yes. this is kind of what I got going. Like he'll bring me like bass mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, now I'm going to, I, I don't, play ska music at all but i like to refer to it as skying it up because i don't like playing bass is just dun, 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 yeah dun, no dun, i just dun, give him like dun, like dun, four dun. i i think of a chord progression <laughs> yeah. i write lyrics to it i record okay. it into ableton so i, I like don't do mix like it at all walks and all that and then yeah. i send it to all these guys and then like these guys are like the talent of the band i'm kind of like the idea guy 
So I, I give them the idea and they turn it into music. You're the hype man. You're the hype <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Who I just respect. writes all of our music. Ah, <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I don't know anything about it. So, but, but like, so your process is you just come up with this, this, you come up with a, a somewhat of an idea and then you just evolve it as a team or do you like, hey, I've got this really cool song. Let me just put this out here. You know? Yeah. I'd say like a little bit of individual a of us gets it like 70 to 80% of the way. Uh-huh. And then we send it over to everybody else. We, yeah. we all bring it in. If and we then... all get in the room at the same time and say, let's write music. It's going to be four hours of absolutely nothing. Yeah. Everyone's just like tuning and dan, dan, dan. now nobody's paying attention to each other. So nothing would get done. Yeah. I, I think writing is a one or two person process. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got to bring it to everybody else. Once, you know, the skeleton of the song is done. So when you guys had your first song and you were doing your first recording, can you kind of walk us through what was that moment like for you guys? What was going through your guys' heads? And what were you thinking like afterwards? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I just remember being so frustrated the first songs that we recorded. When we recorded our first EP, Strong Independent uh, Songs That Don't Need No Album, um, I remember us just sitting in the basement studio that we were in, hungry, tired, and just doing take after take after take after take because we would keep messing something up or getting something a little bit wrong we didn't really fully understand what comping was we didn't understand what like well we had joey joey was our guitarist on hiatus he's gonna hate me for saying that (laughs) (laughs) he uh he set everything up he mic'd up the drum kit Mm -hmm. uh he was miking up the amps and everything and um he recorded us all and yeah it was take after take after take so it's Um, like basically you know we're a six person band at this point and there's like one person just going take take rest of us in the front room pounding beers yeah (laughs) and just like kind of like frustrated on our phones and like this is well that was that was also a problem yeah when we started doing that we were a couple years in and it's just it's that space where maybe we drink a little too much, my lord, and a little too much <laughs> never. beer Speaking in this basement. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, we're just so comfortable in this space, which is unlike any time you go to, uh, if you go to any sort of more professional environment, you're just going to do better. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we, uh, when we yes. decided to like record a big mess, I mm-hmm. said, okay, look guys, uh, that, that first experience recording that was that was a real slog and i felt like a lot of the energy was drained out of us in that moment so let's go to a real studio uh we booked uh about two days at a place called gravity studios here in chicago shout out to gravity and studios here pretty, in chicago pretty awesome place fantastic Boy, rise against i mean yeah big artists went through there and I, it, my philosophy behind it was like look if if we're on the clock if we're paying for our studio time and, and like we have to be locked in everyone's gonna like bring their a game to this recording session and i think that was a lot better um it helped us a lot um that was like for me besides uh house of blues we can talk about that later but that was like the first like oh shoot this is like yeah cool like we're in a studio we're in a real place the mix board yeah like like you walk in and it's like oh i'm not good enough to play here it didn't feel like a garage band (laughs) operation anymore it was uh yeah it was very professional was it danny david who was our shoot i think it was david david i think yeah david i'm sorry if you hear this and it's not you and your danny but either one of you <laughs> were amazing it was a it was a surreal experience of just being in a real studio for that mm-hmm. one and then we uh 
we ended up hooking up with this guy um joe scaletta he's from a uh, word of mouth recordings and he's a uh, mixing oh, mastering yeah, like nice. just wizard um we, we just heard about him through a couple other local bands and i'm like look i really want this like refined professional sound uh let's get him on board and like you know he was he was nice enough to take us on and uh mix and master our songs and uh i i think that they sounded you know fantastic compared to our first album so it kind of made me feel like i don't want to say a real band because they're all real but (laughs) i felt more real when that came out was that the moment where you're like this might be a professional thing that we're doing at this moment was I would that... never call it professional. I was say, I don't think I've ever had a point of professional. Yeah, don't, don't, do not be fooled. We all have day jobs. Oh, um, no, yeah. But, but, you know, this DJ at this place called Beauty Bar, which we'll get into later. Um, yeah. He's, he, he reached out to Taylor, our lead singer, and said, Oh, you know, I never thought you guys actually had it in you when, uh, when our first <laughs> single dropped. And I was like, uh-huh. Well, we've released music before. So, what do you mean by that? Um, I think you can you can read between the lines which are yeah he's like okay he this is a said. real song you guys actually yeah. produced something real and i'm like oh well thank you <laughs> yeah it's like someone noticing that you lost a lot of weight it's like well you never said anything before that's odd <laughs> you were always saying i was so good looking before but now i'm like what extra good looking okay <laughs> absolutely yeah that's so all right because we kind of were talking about, you know, you beating the 13 year olds up. That's awesome. Uh, and you kind of mentioned 13 year olds. That's what we love to do. <laughs> oh, no, we're a pop punk band. Um, let's talk about what was your guys' first gig and what was your guys' favorite gig? Oh, man. Our was first our... ever gig was Lily's birthday Lily's, party. Yeah, oh, Lily's... my God. That's right. Shout out to Lily. Shout our out to Lily's fiance now. Yes. Fiance. Yeah, she had us in her uh her 20 something it, like a birthday. two flat apartment but we were on the bottom floor oh we no, were on that the top was, floor that was a top shoved floor. in the middle of chicago in these little tiny streets mm-hmm. uh had us play in her living room <laughs> like, well yeah like a house show um if it, anybody remembers facebook that might be the very first like video and pictures yes. that are still on there if you go on our page and scroll back a bit you'll yeah, see yeah so it was like a party in an apartment yes. on the second floor of an apartment we had to get the blessing of the people downstairs uh and then the six of us all had to kind of pile up up in just one area of the apartment and play on it truly was amazing the most rocking show ever i mean it was great there was i think good the energy. house party vibe is just top tier it, it, it really <laughs> was um just take a house party wherever we go and then that's, our next like our plan. first official gig was at the elbow room pouring out for the elbow room because they're unfortunately closed uh i think covid got them uh, but the elbow room is a place here in Chicago that they set us we, up multiple times. Yeah, they 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 really hooked us up and gave us our uh, first little break. Um, so we gave him a little shout out in uh, B Kobe. Um, when we say uh, F Park bars in Wicker Park, I need some elbow room. Elbow is, room is uh, not like, a double entendre. Yes, yes, I need sure. elbow room, but <laughs> I want some elbow room. That's the name of the venue that uh, we first played at. So we gave him a little shout out. Nice. Personally, my favorite gig that we ever played was right here in this basement when we released big mess we did a house show uh we were just set up like right over there i know this is an audio podcast you can't see me but trust me the vibes were immaculate we had led lights set up we we went to party city got a bunch of confetti rolled out like a a fake red carpet um got all of our friends totally totally eschewed whatever the fire marshal would want us um performing in here and then got maybe like what like 100 people or so in here just 
jamming out here in the basement? Let's say it felt like a hundred. It felt like a hundred. Might have been like forty, but and my wife was very supportive of it. She did she not come it. down and try to shut us down. Shout out <laughs> yeah. to Kristen. Thank you. Yeah, shout out to Kristen, yes. my wife. She is the best. Uh, she lets us practice here. Um, uh, uh, yeah. In the house that we have now, it's it's fantastic. So I think like house shows, man. Like I'm 32 now, and the idea of a house show is very like kind of college, high schoolish. But the vibes are still great, man. For house shows, it's a different kind of energy. It's a it's a it's a unique kind of energy. Personal, you can see everyone, and I could drink as much as I want and not worry about how I'm getting home. It's great. That's awesome. yeah, I mean, shoot. I mean, House of Blues was awesome for the fact of just being at House of Blues. We were sure. we were part of I Am Fest, which is kind of like local Chicago land area stuff. But uh, we opened for the Thomas Ian Nicholas band. Um, who's he? Rookie of the Year? Uh, and American Pie. <laughs> Thomas Ian Nicholas. Yeah, he was. He you started rookie, rookie of the, of the year. year. He was Kevin mm. from American Pie. Yeah, that's okay. Kenny and Nick. Oh, super! That's yeah, awesome. He's got a band. <laughs> that's awesome. So. Super, super cool, dude. When I was a sound engineer before the world exploded, I I mixed them instead of played with them a few times. But it was nice. It's so he's he's a very cool guy. So it was it was great to share a stage with him. Yeah, and I mean it was House of Blues, which is and it was like House of Blues. Awesome. Yeah, was... And you know we got like the whole green room experience, the oh, whole. So the whole professional sound that was super awesome but yeah i don't know if you can top the house party shows lilies or here yeah absolutely if we could just set up living rooms in different places i'd be willing to do that (laughs) (laughs) i mean the music scene in chicago has been more or less the same fortunately from what i remember like in my teenage years band uh, I know like uh, Lawrence Arm, the Alkaline Trio, those guys from over there. There are a lot yeah, of uh, a lot, lot of, of big good bands. bands here. Fallout Boy also claims to be from Chicago, but <laughs> I feel like they're suburb kids. Uh, I feel like, and this is like the old us talking now. I feel like with streaming coming along, Spotify, iTunes, all this, it takes away a lot from shows because I feel like when I was in high school and stuff it was like oh like let's go look at their merch let's look at their cds you know it's just yeah. that whole experience with it and now it's like you just go to the show and there's the band it's still fun obviously but i, I just feel like there's a, a vibe missing part of that sure aspect. sure some, some of the but locality is damn kids and yeah. their internet <laughs> but i mean at the same time you can still be just as connected we literally did this a couple hours ago first plug of the night uh bourbon on division Friday, February 16th, we're playing a show. We were reaching out to a dozen different people that were super interested in getting to know better who we played with before all this stuff. One of those guys uh, actually got back to us today who we played with before. I hope we can. Can we say it? Barhampton? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a band. There's a band we've hung out with. Uh, very low, like some more local dudes. Uh, named Far Hampton. It's like an hour ago, they yeah, like literally an hour ago. We got we put a show that's together. Awesome, yeah. <laughs> it was great. But like that's that's the stuff I remember is being able to connect. And it was a little not as easy to do, you know, back in 2006. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, true. Well, Chicago's yeah, a big that. city. That's you got a lot of options. Things. There's a lot of good bands around here, and 
I feel like there's a lot of good bands that we have a shot of actually playing with. We're not a huge band <laughs> at all. Well, well, by any means. Like, there's like this huge band, this pop punk band called Real Friends around here. We oh, were yeah. like, oh, maybe we should ask them to play. It's like, no, they, they probably don't even run their own social media. But um, well, let me ask you this. We have Be- such a huge talent pool. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. You're fine. Yeah. Uh, I guess we're kind of aging ourselves here, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you. F- because you're talking about like social media, you're talking about like technology in the future and how everything is now versus when we were younger. Do you feel like the the underground scene, the scene that we grew up with, is it? I don't want to say it's dead because, but is it dwindling away? Is it going the way of ska? You know, just just fading <laughs> well, away. It's so ska it's, it's funny. Dead. the The very first thing that comes to my mind when we're when we think about that is when i think about that is um there you go, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so you guys you know you heard of the congress theater mm. uh down on milwaukee avenue and now i just happen to live not too far away from there right next to the congress there's this little like storefront place called the box social and my old ska punk trio back in the day has played there when the congress went that place went uh right across the street over there there was a place called uh ponchos which turned into no it was township and then it turned into ponchos then it closed down and now it's something else <laughs> um i mean things things shut down and things are changing i don't think it's entirely gone away um but man, maybe maybe we're just not the right age to like know about it. the house shows and shit. <laughs> a lot like, of yeah sticks to like venues too. Like yeah. you know, it's that. I mean, like one of the number one comments that we ever get from like people who just discover us say, "Oh, you remind me of the stuff I used to listen to when I was 18. So like 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 in a way, like you know, like our style of music is a little bit uh dated a little bit because you know we do go back a little bit, like. 20 years or so for a lot of our inspiration but at the same time like emo is i think still very alive and thriving and making its way into like a bunch of other genres travis barker produces like everyone and their mother in hollywood so they're all putting out like a bunch of new like emo inspired like hip-hop and rap and um like trap and stuff so like i think that the idea of like the pop-up genre is still very much alive today but uh it's getting absorbed into newer genres, which I think is fantastic because it helps. It keeps me current. Like I, I will listen to um, like Machine Gun Kelly. Like like he was like a rapper for like 10 years. Yeah, or because so, because then, Eminem killed his career with. Well, like, a re- <laughs> I, yeah, ex- I, I had never heard about him until he went pop punk. But then he went pop punk. I'm like, all right. All right. I mean, I don't know what you were about before, but. I'm totally into this. So, like, like really? Fallout Boy, Taking really? Back Sunday. Oh, I don't know anything. Comes at us. Yeah. We're not stopping. Well, <laughs> like, okay, I, I put he's not as Papa Roach is not as bad as Machine Gun Kelly because Machine Gun Kelly literally changed <laughs> completely terrible, genres. Oh, hundred like, percent. But Papa Roach went from like this angry, you know, cut my life into pieces to like singing <laughs> these happy go lucky poppy songs, which is you know that's fine as as you evolve as an artist, but also like. You know, that's like me saying, hey, you know, System of a Down went to go writing like jazz songs. It was just like <laughs> it's it was it was such a weird transition for me because yeah. like I think like cut my life into pieces by Papa Roach. And you know, I'm just like, yeah. And then he's like all happy. And I'm like, huh. OK, that's what that's, happened. Yeah. Well, it's, 
did, did you discover oh, love, sir? <laughs> yeah, go back to being angry. But but I also discovered cool bands like the who because of him not like who but like hu like which is this like mongolian rock band dude they're freaking amazing uh yeah they've got some like they've got some sweet stuff out there (laughs) (laughs) that's not something you just improv (laughs) it's like years of training like ah i'll give it a go i can do mongolian throat singing (laughs) (laughs) well going off of rex's uh attempt at throat singing there let's talk about some of the challenges you guys have faced like every band has had their ups and downs uh what would you guys say is some of the biggest challenges you guys have faced life <laughs> yeah like like Just getting older man yeah getting yeah. older everybody's got a day job some people decide to have kids lots of people are made <laughs> bastard oh my god yeah. Don't do what I so, had. I had twins. Yeah, you know, just finding time to practice, play live shows, um, do all the stuff. Like it, you know, that's tough as you get older. You get why it's like it's a young man's game, very much. Mm. Like if you don't have a lot of ties in the world yet, perfect time. If you're our age, it's a little tougher. So, like, I think a lot of us have kind of resigned ourselves to uh, just always kind of be in the fun Chicago band. That that's all we're gonna be. I don't want to call our shots, but I'm fine with that. I'm fine with being the meme band. I'm fine with being the silly internet band. Unless somebody wants to sign us and like pay us millions. Oh no, hundred so percent. Yeah, no, no, no. I'll leave my wife <laughs> yeah. if you want to take us on tour. Um, I'll leave all this. That's fine. Dude, but I... until that happens, we're totally fine. With where we're at. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I all I'm saying is I got a lot of PTO because I work all the time. So that's great. All right. Well, so yeah, told yeah, me just... you guys. He gave me your name, and I was like, "He's like, oh, we got a band for the show." I'm like, "I, I was in a band. They probably suck." Uh, but then, oh no, the first song I heard was <laughs> uh, your Jimmy World cover, which was awesome. You heard that? And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> this first thing I googled Facebook? your name, and that came right up. But yeah, then, uh, we we, we, we posted it on Facebook and all yeah, those names. I, I got yeah. serious. Um, Blink One Eighty Two vibes. Thank you. We're me and Steve are getting dangerously close to forty, and Shut up. we grew up listening to that, and they're still good. Gross. You know, they're still putting out new music. <laughs> yeah, and, but no, I, you guys sound good. You, you really you. do, like Thank legit. You, you guys are absolutely. And this is not like us just like hyping you up. This is legit. You guys have a really good sound, and it. I've added it to my my YouTube playlist that I do every day, and that's when I do when I deliver mail. It's actually I think it's like song number three right now that comes up. Great, right nice. Yeah, so like it's yeah, it's. I think a big there. part that comes with that is us as well. I always think we say our character on stage and who we are is what shines out as well. Not to knock on other, everyone's got their own processes and whatnot, but like I have like known Jim and Taylor since I was like fifteen, so there's that complex, and then they've known Pete and uh, Brendan and Joey forever too, mm-hmm. and through that. I feel like I know them too now since I'm like 15. So it's, we have this interconnection of, it's just not like, Oh, we're bandmates. It's like, I trust these guys with anything in my life. And I think with that, it just comes out onto the stage is like, we could do anything we want and take over the world. hundred <laughs> percent. You know, it's like, yeah. it's such a good connection between us all. And I think that's what makes us really fun as well, because we do suck live a lot too. <laughs> Taylor doesn't know the words half the time. Oh, half of us are screwing up our instruments. Except no, for no, 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 no. <laughs> but the way that, that we used just to be play us. through it, and we keep just... having fun. Yeah. It's like, nobody, Nobody cares. No, 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 no. We used to suck. As of February 16th, we're actually amazing now. So yeah. 
we actually okay we have gotten yeah. a lot better <laughs> pete's basement show i was like holy crap we actually know how to play now <laughs> it took us six years but we got there so obviously you guys have a lot of fun on stage i'm you guys very much interact with your fans uh you know what pete are some does, of the yes yeah <laughs> pete does a great job on social media but you know uh you know what are actually some of your like most memorable interactions with your fans? Oof. I got recognized for the first time ever at a bar in Milwaukee Dude. the other day. Oh, yeah. That was cool. As hell. Uh, that was kind of cool. Um, probably the only time that that will ever happen. Someone's like, Oh, you Malort and Savior? I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> They're like, Oh, I just saw you guys on TikTok. I'm like, Thank you. I, I think she i was wearing a mullet and savior shirt we i was wearing this it. shirt and she's like <laughs> she's like i love that band and i'm like yeah they're, they're great she's like are you in it and i'm like yeah yeah that's probably yeah. one of my best fan interactions but other than that just people buying us free shots of malort is fantastic um i was gonna say this could be a segue into beauty bar as well yeah, um which it. is just Everyone that we know, so Beauty Bar hosts, um, Brian Buckley specifically hosts Emo vs. Pop Punk Nights. It's Sunday nights, no cover, um, all pop punk emo music from what, 9 till 2 a.m.? Yeah, every yeah. Sunday night. And so that for us too is just like everyone that we know is there and it's a huge party of everyone just screaming emo pop punk songs all night. So it's like anyone that's seen our shows is there too. So it's just one big party all the time. And we're just like always with our fans. They're all like, they're our friends, friends. Yeah. They're our friends. <laughs> but yeah, it's just friends. like, it's, it's like we get off the stage and we do all that, but then we can just go party Sunday night with everyone. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's awesome. Um, <clears throat> not you, you guys have all mentioned that you, you know, this is not what you do. Out, you you have an outside side life outside yeah. of the band you guys have professions and everything you know let's talk about like just relaxing and chilling like what are your some like when you guys aren't making music what are some of your favorite things to do like how do you just like vibe out when you're not thinking about malort or you know making music inspired by malort i'm a professional golfer <laughs> no, <laughs> I would like to be. Yeah, I golf a lot. I uh, I just hang out with the wife and kid now. I got an eight month old. Soon to oh, be congratulations! Nine months, so that has you know I, I'm a truck driver too. The truck driving is the worst part of it all. The kid has not been the holdup in this thing. It's the damn truck driving. But uh, other than working the kid, yeah, golfing and just. I really just listen to music all the time at home too. I really can't wait for the first show that AJ's at a baby Bjorn, like fucking rocking. There's a one. There's the one. There it is. Yeah. So like Malort and Saber's taking a lot of my personal time lately. Uh, a lot of like a lot of I think Pete just edits stuff at home when we're not yeah. around. I probably put it around <laughs> yeah. 25, 30 hours to the bed every week or so. But outside of that these days, uh, other than making music, uh play a lot of video games i rock climb um those are my kind of mainstays uh keeping me sane but honestly malort and savior has become my second job and i love it so much so it, it, it's definitely what i find myself doing 99 percent of the time in my free time where are you rock climbing in chicago 
just gyms. No, like, just gyms. Every once in a while, he just goes up to random buildings and starts climbing it. <laughs> every once in a while, I'll go out to like Devil's Lake in uh, Wisconsin okay. and do some real outdoors climbing, or I'll go out to Denver, meet my buddy, um, and we'll go out like to the mountains there. But ninety nine percent of the time, I'm just in a gym climbing, and rock climbers are like the coolest people in the world. So, uh, <laughs> just a good place to hang. Nice. Ah, uh, I got it. You made a joke there. Did you not catch your own? Uh, God, dad jokes galore. Uh, <laughs> so I, I kind of want to wrap this up a little bit here uh, because you guys did choose Malort and Savior as your name. And uh, what is Chicago's obsession with Malort? It's I mean, what's it's not cha- to love. It's a challenge is what it is. <laughs> it's a challenge. It's a stop. challenge and a prank. I you mean, know? everyone's just like, oh, you've never had Malort. Oh, you got to You got to try. I hate when people go, oh, you got to try Malort. It's disgusting. Let people try no, it no, 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 because no. you put that in it's, their head and they're just going to take and go, Ugh. no, you just give someone Malort and don't tell them anything. They'll just be like, some might be like, eh, whatever. It's like giving someone a gag gift, you know, you <laughs> give it to them and you see their reaction. Their reaction is really what you want. You hype it up. You say it's really good. You know that they don't want to hurt your feelings because you're hosting them. They're from out of town. You know, they're from all the way out in Connecticut or whatever. They're like, well, I got to pretend to like the things that this guy likes. So you take it. They take a shot of it. You're like, isn't it good? And then you just you see how good of a liar they are. And that's, that can be important True. information for any of your relationships. I just love the um in your in this the commercial that you put together at the beginning. Uh, the you caught on. Campaign. Yeah, you <laughs> caught on to the fact that Malort tastes like a concept. Like it's like if sadness have had a flavor. Like yeah, 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 yeah. There is it is um it is what an elemental would drink if you know it came up and haunted you out of the 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 ground. Yeah, there's it's, not um, just one taste. It's like a yeah. an event. Oh, it's <laughs> it's, a, it's a temperamental beast. You get good bottles, you get bad bottles. There are very mealy bottles sometimes. There are some, there are some good bottles. bottles. Yeah. Sometimes oh you gotta God. look too. You gotta see it a little bit. That shade of dark orange. Yep. Ooh, that's when you know you got it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> There's like, have you guys it's whiskey barrel and wine barrel age, right? Like those are the two oh. types. Wait, no. there's more than one type of Malort. Oh well, yeah. well they do special runs of like we they did this um... bourbon Malort. This 25 year over oh, here. Yeah. There's a it bunch was, of different. It is a Jepson's bourbon. It is not bourbon Malort. Oh sorry, yeah, yeah, yes. sorry. It is their bourbon. They Thanks. did do um. The anti-hero Malort is uh, the Revolution Brewery anti-hero IPA barrels uh, they aged Malort in. That's as far like as far as I remember. That might be that might be it. But right. that one tastes like um, if Malort actually had a bad day itself <laughs> and was taking it out on you. I mean, yeah, it came home with Malort yeah. in it. <laughs> it came home and dinner was not ready. <laughs> and Malort is angry. <laughs> that one was rough. Oh, that's awesome. I, so see, look it's... on Steve's face when you guys started about talking about different kinds of Malort. Oh, I got excited. I'm so the kind excited. that me have was aged in a gas can. <laughs> well, so, make sure you get us your address. We'll send you some. Oh, my God, dude. I oh, love yeah. I, I legit, like, I do. send liquor through the mail. You so, guys are mailmen. You, you no, no. <laughs> Fe- so, so not, not to promote our competitors here. FedEx, <laughs> you can send it through FedEx, and I think you can do UPS, but you can't do through the post office. Okay, so USPS so, technically, only does, like, hard drugs, right? Technically. Yeah. <laughs> technically, this once upon it, it was actually during covid there was a guy in uh oklahoma city that was like can anybody hook me up i'm like dude i got you yeah (laughs) yeah 
So, uh, yes, like you said, I, um, I went to FedEx and I said that I needed to deliver a present of glassware. Um, I didn't say what it was filled with, but I, it worked. Uh, I sent off my present of glassware <laughs> to my friend and he got his glassware and nice. he really enjoyed it. It was great. So I think you could technically say it's aged. It's a glassware full of aged wormwood. I think that would be oh, that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. There you yeah. Go. Absolutely. And it sounds like an, you're in a coven and they are not going to screw with you. <laughs> now, that being said, if anybody gets caught for this, we are not legally, uh, you know, obligated to help you out in any such manner. You guys are your own adults and responsible for your own bad decisions. Maybe uh, <laughs> as a dirty ambitions, we'll pay for all legal. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, the reason I ask you this, because my concept of why people like Malort is the Midwest. Like I lived, I lived in the Midwest in Indiana from uh, 2000, 2010 to 2000 or no, no, sorry, 2000 to 2005. So I lived up there for five years and dude, I promise you there is no winter that I've ever felt as cold is up there around chicago dude lake mish is just like the devil it's it's god awful oh my god what was it three weeks ago we had minus 35 wind chill that was just last week man it just felt like ages ago that was terrible heaven it 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 (laughs) makes its own icebergs it makes these balls of ice and they float onto the beach i'm not joking it's it's and there's there's tear up lakeshore drive and everything too it's it's insane and the wind the wind is so i i feel like if you can survive a Chicago winter, you can drink Lord, anything. Man, and you, you can, <laughs> like, there is nothing. Like, you're just like, this it's is better than winter. Thing, for sure. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it gives it gives, it's, gives Chicago its character. It's like relish on a hot dog or a... <laughs> relish on a hot dog. I guess that's not a specific <laughs> Chicago thing. I don't well, know. Isn't the like isn't like putting is... cheese under the sauce, man. It's just part of Chicago. Yeah, Chicago style. Don't pizza. ask me why it's better. <laughs> it's it just is. So I know I'm gonna get some boo hisses here, but I I I'm sorry. I prefer New York style. Boo! Right? I, I know. I know the show's ended. I get it. I, I I like the greasy slices, like where you fold it in half and you just see the just yeah, grease strip down. I I like hey, New man, York pizza. It's good. You know what? I'll give it to you, Chicago tavern style. Yeah. Yeah, that's really if you're a real one, that's where it's at. That's true. Okay. And, so, and it's more of a tourist thing. Deep dish, and I, I, I don't even consider it pizza. Like when people are comparing it, it's like, look, it's in its own league. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sully it by from like it. Blue Malnati's. Yeah, you get a nice. It's not a, yeah, three inch. It's you know an inch, inch and a half. That's good. I Giordano's. I call that the tourist pizza all the time. That's literally. <laughs> Like a five-inch pie. There's a, a Giordano's in Denver now. It's, That's like it's anyone comes OG in anymore. and like, oh, let me try deep dish. They go, all right, I'll bring you to Giordano's. I'm gonna hate it, but here you go. <laughs> I love Giordano's. <laughs> so Connecticut actually has its own style of pizza too. There's New Haven style pizza. Oh, I've yeah. heard of Ooh. this. I love and... thin crust pizza, and New Haven style is right up my alley, man. You and Rex, I, I feel like you and I should just do an episode on pizza and talking about uh, how amazing it is. I, I watch Dave a lot, Dave Portnoy, <laughs> and all the pizzas. The barstool guy? Yeah, oh, yeah. Man, when he goes to New Haven, it's like, man, I'm salivating at those videos. Well, see, here's what we need to do. You guys need to come up here. Uh, you need to I come do a that. show. You uh, you bring them a lord, and we will get the pizza, and, and we will just party it out. 
and have like, just show, a great eye time. Well, hell yeah. House. Yeah, house show. House, hell yeah, we'll do garage, a house show. Garage show works too. Garages, yeah. you know. And and look, I've got, you know, I've got kids around, you know, they're four years old, so I got like the cribs. So Rex, your kid party. is good. Yeah, and your, yeah. your kid can go yeah, sleep up there and we'll kid, just pour it up. We'll have a We're great good. time. My um, wives will hang out because they don't like our music. So. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's not an avid pop punk emo. She is. She's like a Pantera, Cannibal Corpse, all that. Like so she's like oh, Jesus Christ, pop punk again, huh? <laughs> You're over here doing like Blink One Eighty Two, and she's listening yeah. to Gwar. Listen so. <laughs> to my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very different. <laughs> so. One more song about one more question about your guys' band and everything. I, I really want to know is like if you guys could collaborate with any artist, alive or dead, who would it be and why? Hmm. Now, is this one to one or do we have to one to one? We'll do one to one right. because you're each your own individual. Tour with. Yeah. Ooh. It's got to be sincere engineer, our hometown hero. Hometown yeah. hero. It's very, I, I feel like it's attainable. I would love to play I think with a as a band choice absolutely but alive or dead um fallout boy when they were good which is now <laughs> so so hit us up fallout boy <laughs> whenever you play right yeah if, if fallout boy opener no yeah if, if if we need a strong opener i feel like we could reach out to fall oh boy yeah totally yeah, that'd be funny mix that up. Like, guys we come on that's strong. a funny bit open for us <laughs> hilarious everyone would talk about it be true yeah vibes wise dude i think we'd get along with bowling for soup pretty good oh my god they're our dads dude. <laughs> they're fun guys they yeah, they are they, our dads so this the town i live in southington uh we have they're super about this festival called apple fest and they make these like banging like apple fritters and everything we actually had bowling for soup come out and actually play for us and hey, and yo, they did awesome. and i i got to nerd dad out here a little bit they did the phineas and ferb song because they they wrote yes. that song yep. and so that was That's that great. was a blast yeah, you have the kids and everything. Man. Yeah. I think personally for me, I'm going to go genre here. Uh, okay. Pop punk and like that whole style. I'm a huge uh, Max Bemis and Say Anything fan. Definitely any music that I try to write or comes to mind, it's just kind of in that style. They have a very technical bass, technical guitar. Max Bemis has just a crazy dictionary of words and the way he speaks and sings. But uh, other genres like Parkway Drive or Silent Planet, I would love to be just with them screaming my face off and having a great time with them. (laughs) So one of my favorite bands, not that I actually play any instruments really well, but one band I would honestly love to try to like would have loved to do anything with would have been real big fish. I love some oh, fish. Yeah, I've worked bus. plenty security shows for them at Dirty Nellies, and they're probably some of the coolest guys I've ever met. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was on a boat one time standing right next to uh, Mr. Barrett with his very beautiful uh, associate that he was there with watching <laughs> Bowling for Soup, actually. Or was it Cartel? But was this on the cruise? This was on the cruise. The Warped no. Tour cruise? I know this was this the Coheed one? No, Warped Rewind at oh, Sea, Warped, 2017. Yeah. Shout they, out Warped Tour. Yeah, shout out Warped Tour. <laughs> That's you know what? Screw all the bands. Yeah. I just want to play on Warped Tour. I want to play on Warped <laughs> Tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything. Forget Warped about it. Back to like okay. 2007 Warped Tour. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> I would love to drink fake monster energy drink in a hot parking Sitting lot. In Tinley Park. Yeah. Haven't <laughs> haven't showered in like 
eight days. Man, Warped Tour oh, was a collection of it all, man. For Riot sure. Fest $20 cannot... for a chicken tender. Right, Fest Riot amazing. Fest, Riot Fest can't stop hating us. They hate so us. we have to go back in time. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like, I don't know what the problem is on TikTok, but you know, it's, it's rough. We make fun of the We have fun. We have fun on TikTok fun. with them. Nice. Nice. Uh, so is there, you did mention you guys got a show coming up again or coming yes. up. Uh, so you want to give that like a shout out again, just so we can yeah. refresh in our memories. Bourbon on division here in Chicago, uh, February 16th. That's a Friday. We're going to be playing with our, uh, with our buddy, uh, long boy and Farhampton and ourselves. Uh, nice. and then our buddy DJ, I think our buddy Sam's going to be DJing as well. Uh, we'll to close out the end out. of the night. Um, but we could not be more thrilled to be playing there. We're going to be playing all of our originals, the good ones, the bad one, um, all of them. <laughs> the They're great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and we could not be more excited to be, uh, you know, playing more shows here in Chicago. If you can't make that, uh, just you know follow us on tiktok um instagram facebook everything we'll um show announcements coming yeah up. we'll let you know where else we're playing uh, we'll try to get to your town if we're not here in your town uh hit us up we'll see what we can do make Absolutely. sure we can all get off work before you ask us yeah ask our <laughs> boss and then ask us we'll be yeah. at kevin's in connecticut at some point playing in his living room so uh, no yeah. pee. <laughs> stand by for that that's awesome uh, so i do have one request uh because we had you guys on the show I would absolutely love for your next song, based on how everybody's talking about our age and how we're getting old, whatever the next song you guys come up with, regardless of what it's about, the name has to be What's My Deductible? Because I... <laughs> What's my deductible again? What's my deductible again? See, it's, it, the, the song writes yeah. itself. You're already getting the chorus going for you. Uh, well, Jim... That one, before before any uh lawsuits on our brand new llc happened that was that was a parody that was a parody of what's my age again. yes so we'll have to we'll have to get to the oh does it critique the original work yeah oh yeah, okay that's well, what then, it was okay there you go that was not original that was not original i don't Malort's claim that probably got melody. a great legal department we're covered guys <laughs> yeah oh yeah that's great thank you Malort. <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, after us, Malort, unless you're paying us a lot of money, <laughs> <laughs> we can never take their money. Uh, we have That's to, true. we have to advertise for them for free, or else we have no integrity. I will happily do that. Forever. Yeah, no, I will never, I will never accept your uh, endorsement deals, Malort. FedEx is about to get <laughs> no matter really how busy for anyone be. outside the Chicago land area. <laughs> gentlemen, th thank you so much for being on the show tonight. I, I think this is a great place to wrap this up. Uh, once again, oh, you know. You mentioned that you are on all the social medias. Uh, what is your guys' handle for all of that? Uh, TikTok.com slash at Malort and Savior. Instagram.com slash Malort and Savior Band. Facebook.com slash Malort and Savior Band. Maybe. Probably. If you if you type in Malort and Savior. Link.tr. No, linktr.ee slash Malort and Savior. will find all of it. <laughs> I, I, I'm impressed there. I, I'm impressed that you were able yeah. to go down the list. That's freaking awesome. You can I, tell what I do in my CBO, spare time. Man. It's I shit post I for this band, dude. <laughs> I'd say Google search. <laughs> You're not going to get a lot of results. Uh, dude, <laughs> seriously. 
thank you guys so much for being on the show. It is an absolute pleasure. You know, Malort and Savior, ladies and gentlemen, please go out there and listen to him. Please go out there. If you're in the Chicagoland area, go out and support these guys. They have been nothing but a blast. Uh, Pete, Rex, Jim, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, so let's go ahead and let's wrap it up on our side. As always, please like, subscribe, and follow us wherever you're listening to podcasts. And if you are listening to us on Apple or Spotify, please remember to rate and review. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, so please like and follow us at DNA Pod or on our webpage, nerddnapod.com. I'm your host, Steve Pugh. I have been joined by Malort and Savior. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being on thank the show. You. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. So thank much, you, Kevin. <laughs> we love you. Thank you. Before we go, oh. several times throughout this interview, the band has uh, had Malort without yes. a wince. Oh, Oh, and we all share the same bottle. These guys too. are serious. <laughs> yeah. well, I wasn't gonna say joke. anything. Bottle pulls all night. Yeah, let's let's take one more just for all the right, road. Let's, let's Absolutely. cap off the uh, podcast. That's what I came in at. Yeah, that's why I wish it was a video podcast. Morton came oh up. God. That was me running in with our uh, express delivery of Malort. Yeah, save the interview. Oh my God! Yeah, this is why well, this a, should be a video podcast. I want you to see that we're we're OGs. We're not we're not posing. No, you definitely are not posing, guys. Like beautiful, seriously, beautiful you guys have been sitting there. Yeah, we're posing as musicians. We're not <laughs> posing as more enthusiasts. <laughs> I promise you that, my friend. Oh. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being on the show again. And Thanks, thank guys. you. Thank you, guys. And good thank night. You. Honor. Take it easy. Yep. Gonna make a big